What up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Welcome into your Tuesday edition of Final Whistle. As always, I'm your host, Blaine Spencer. With me today, I got Joseph Ciccoletti from the fourth man front. No, not fourth. Fourth man up. Sorry. I botched it already. That's okay. Fourth man up podcast. Joseph, how you doing? You're one of my good pals. Thanks for coming on, brother. Blaine, I appreciate it as always. Um, it's it's going to be a day, man. I can't wait to uh, shoot the shit about a little bit of golf talk, NFL draft, um, as always. Make sure you check out our podcast, too, while you're at it, Fourth Man Up Podcast. Um, Philadelphia metro area, we take out a place. We take a, a look at the top um, stories in sports. So right now, Tiger Woods is the big one. We'll be talking about that on there tomorrow. It should be out Thursday. Um, as well, Genesis Open. We'll talk about NBA. We'll talk about MLB coming up. Um, can't wait for that. But as always, I appreciate the time here on the final whistle. <laughs> the honor is mine, brother. But if you guys haven't already, go check them out. Fourth man up. There you go. So you let's go. let's let's jump into the the news of the day. The sports world held their breath for a majority of the day today. Once news broke, Tiger Woods injured in a rollover car accident. It was a single car crash. There were no other people involved. He was ended up taken to the hospital. He was put into surgery immediately. From what that was broke, news broke about an hour ago that it sounds like it was two fractured legs and a ruptured ankle. Does not look good. Fortunately, it was not the back. And I think the biggest thing is that He's okay. I think that was that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, just give me what was going through your mind today, especially with the whole sport, Tiger Woods situation. I mean, first things first, T's and P's, um, to Tiger and his family. Um, you know, when an incident like this happens to somebody of the sports magnitude of like himself or even anybody else, first thing is the sports fan. Um, you always are like, oh, when's he going to come back? When's he going to come back? And the more and more as you grow and become mature, I begin to realize – that it's not about that. It's about him and his family and being able to live his life the rest of the time out. You know, I remember Ryan Shazier always bringing him up a couple of years ago when he took that hit and um, he was laying there on the ground. Everyone's like, oh, like little stinger. He'll be OK. He'll be back next week, maybe two weeks or something like that. And even today, he's still struggling and, um, you know, just tease and peas out the tiger and his family. And I hope the best. And, uh, you know, hopefully surgery went well. Absolutely. And for me, the first flashback that came into my head was Kobe Bryant. I was like, don't yeah. take another, don't take another goat away too soon. Unbelievable, and this, man. this, I mean, I got my Tiger Woods red on here for today on a Tuesday. I, me and you, we're both diehards. We love him. We followed his career throughout. We grew up watching him. And I think more than anything, it, it just golf is now was never in question for us, especially today. I think we were just saying this, please let him be alive. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, Blaine. I watched the documentary that HBO presented. Wonderful. I was always, um, and at the end, I, I did tear up at the end. I believe it was episode two or episode three. It was, and I did tear up at the end. And I remember walking into the kitchen, Casey's looking at me, he's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, going to be honest with you. Like a tiger for me is like the idol of all idols, you know, cause I'm, I'm an avid golfer. Um, I really do enjoy the game and what it brings and what it has brought into my life as well. Um, but tiger to me, and especially a lot of people our age and older has brought to this game. And if tiger, leaves like it would take a hard hit on myself and probably many of the you know many people of the world 
No doubt. And I think more than anything, he's not just the greatest golf, one of the greatest golfers of all time, arguably. I think he's the greatest in my opinion. I know you'd probably say the same. Absolutely. But, but it's what he, he's also a dad. He's a, he's a family man now. Yeah. With his daughter and son. I mean, his son finally picked up the game of golf. His, his passion. And then it, it was finally like all connecting together for him. It was all yeah. starting to become golf is secondary. I will occasionally play. It was usually just gonna, right now for him. It was the majors anyway. Mm-hmm. It was really the majors or bust for him. If yep. you want a regular season event, that was eh, all right. We got it done. I mean, especially Blaine, even especially after he came out of the um, the whole incident with the divorce and the kids and the car crash prior to this, mm-hmm. I thought he became more of a social and um, relaxed person, I guess would be the word here, than before. Before he was just zoned in and it was just him versus everybody else. Yeah. And then at that point, he started like mentoring people like him and Justin Thomas at the oh, Justin um, came at, out at, today and he, he yeah. was teary eyed in his presser today. You know, like just the little things and him uh, mentoring even these guys coming up and not looking that. I mean, they're still competitors when it comes between Thursday and Sunday when he's got to play. But he still looks at these guys as more of a friend and uh, is always willing to help. But again, just just tough. Um, and again, T's and P's for Tiger Woods, man. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to his family. I mean, I. it sounds like it's not as, I mean, fractured legs and a ruptured ankle is awful but still it's it could have been so much worse the la uh, police department came out and blatantly said that him wearing his seatbelt was probably saved his life and i think people are gonna he was clear he was he was able to talk with the officers in the fire department i think people really didn't understand like what happened this morning like where, where he was driving in los angeles is a real hot spot for car accidents mm-hmm. it, it's from what I've interpreted, and this is all an assumption on my part, it sounds like he just went into the corner too hard and he went into the median. Yeah, so I mean, we all, may not we may not find out. Yeah, That's we, the we issue. probably will never know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, we all kind of saw him on Sunday. If you did watch the Genesis Open, he did kind of look a little bit uh, dazed, I guess would be the word to use. Um, so the slight, you know, with previous back injuries that he has had, um, we have seen him have a slight issue with the, you know, potential drug issue. And that's what was shown, you know, even in the documentary. So that was like one thing I did kind of think about. I'm like, oh, I hope he really didn't like get back to this now. Um, But according to the, you know, the officers out there, they said he was okay. And uh, that's all that matters. So. Yeah. And I mean, we were planning on talking about him about more about his press conference on Sunday, Mm -hmm. not about, not about this unfortunate situation. Yeah. And, I think now, I mean, I, I really don't want to talk what his future is looking like, but I'm still going to ask the question, Joseph. I mean, I for me, I think his seasons was already in doubt. And I think now it's almost pretty close to a lock that we will not see Tiger Woods this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough, Blaine, to be honest with you. Um, even just with the back injury, it seemed like the Masters, he was kind of like hitting like, oh, like, I don't know, we'll see. Kind of see what my surgeon says. So especially now with this, I mean, you're looking at months of rehab and recovery. So, um, you know, hopefully let's shoot for 2022 
Masters champ. That's all I can say. <laughs> get him, to, get him to eighteen, baby. Get him to oh, eighteen. Oh man, that red on Sunday gets me going. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have a story for you. When I was I was working that Sunday in 2019, right? And I literally told my boss, I said, I will be here. I will get paid but I will not be paying attention to anything that's going on around me. <laughs> I have my phone out. Tiger Woods has a chance back nine on Sunday. Don't oh, yeah. talk to me. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, just, Oh, I was screaming. I was screaming everywhere. I also had money on him that week. See, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't knew. buy into it, man. I really thought he didn't have a shot. I thought he didn't have a shot, but you know, well, I mean, it's for just, him, it was like it's been lightning in a bottle now for how he's going to get it done in his. Oh, victories. absolutely! It's, it's just, just you know, it's hopefully, like I said, twenty twenty two Master <laughs> Champ. Let's hope for the best. For sure, and I I want to get your real talk about Charlie. What do you think his expectations for Charlie Woods are? I mean, he had some <laughs> yo, he had some game at, at the PNC. I saw and that. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, I didn't. Uh, they didn't have it televised, which I don't know why. You could have made, had millions of viewers watching it. Like I don't get they why. They only did like the Sunday. They only yeah. t- awful. I don't know who who picked that out, but <laughs> I'll tell you what. You lost a lot of money because I would have watched for sure. Um, kids, kids got some games. Probably got more game than you. I'll tell you that. But hey, here we are. Hey, I played with you. You know that I don't have game. <laughs> but yeah, kid looks good, man. I mean, keep going at it. Maybe it'll be better than Tiger. Who knows? That's a that's a big if right there. That's a bold statement. That's what you got to say. That's going to be trending on, on social media by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> For sure. So let's now jump to actually – Tiger's tournament. It was. Uh, it's also his 25th year of his foundation, which he does great work for. Absolutely. I think this was a big year for his foundation as well, and just and again unfortunate. But Max Homa comes from behind, takes down Sam Burns. He beats Tony Finau in a in a in a playoff. Beat him on the second playoff hole, uh, par three. Uh, Finau missed the par putt. Sam, uh, excuse me, Homa ended up taking home the trophy. What was your overall interpretation of what you saw? This weekend at Genesis. Pressure can get to people very quickly. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Sam Burns, I mean, he was leading by, I think it was three, four, um, three, four strokes. He even led all four Thursday, days. Friday. Yeah. Looked good. Um, I think Saturday kind of hit a little hiccup. Um, I think the then, weather played a lot into that, though, too. Yes. Every, but that Saturday wind was brutal. Yes. 100% agree. And uh, you just had to fight it. You had to come out and, you know, just beat it. Because Joaquin Neiman, he was right up there. Um, I think he was maybe two or three strokes off. And then all of a sudden, I look on Sunday, and he shot a 78 on Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, no shot now. Okay, see you later, kid. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, Max Homa, man. I mean, the pressure, like I said, pressure. Sam Burns, pressure came on him, and he shut down. Max Homa, 18. Three, three foot in front, of, in front of Tiger, straight choke. Pressure, pressure. <laughs> it's it's you know more and more I watch now, I begin to realize that these guys are human. They are <laughs> Tigers might be the only one that's not human, but these guys that are playing week in and week out are human. Your Max Homa missing three foot putt. I know even the week prior, the um 
I, I think it was, I forget the gentleman's name. I don't know if it was, it was whole 16 or 17. He ended up four putting from about Lashley, six feet Nate away. Lashley had yes, a that's wild it. little last yep. balls. That is it. And I've, I've been, I've been, if you get a chance to listen back to the podcast, I've been on Jordan Spieth heavy and saying how much he's been choking because um, of one of our buddies that in the podcast, the other host, he's a big Jordan Spieth fan. I'm like, dude, he keeps choking. He has the lead going into Sunday and he just blows it every time. He's had, he's been in contention for three straight weeks and he hasn't shown up on Saturday or Sunday. Just tough, man. I mean, I want to see Jordan play well, but in the same sense, I'm like, yeah, Okay. That means I'm right on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. But no, Max Homa played well. I mean, he was throwing some darts. Like that dart that he threw on 18 was impeccable. I mean, I think he played 15 through 18 at like six under, something ridiculous. Just those four holes stretch all four days. I think, Blaine, I could be mistaken here, but it was something like the first hole was like minus 220 plus within the rounds. The from. Two to 18 was like plus 200 something for the round. So to shoot under on any stretch after one is, is incredible. It's incredible. Absolutely. Um, And what do you, what's your take on Finau now? 26 didn't, hasn't won since 2016 out in Puerto Rico. And he's put himself in all those positions. Now you can almost rally him off as a top five lock about 10, five, 10 times a year. And he's just, he can't, get over the hump. What do you think that is? Is it mental for him now? Uh, I don't know if it's mental per se. Um, you know, it's, it, it could be any given four days. You just got to get through and you got to bow. You got to fight. Um, but two things are for sure. The Puerto Rico open curse is legit. And second, if it's Tony Finau in the field, just throw a couple bucks on top 10. Cause usually it's pretty good to like lock in as <laughs> always. But let me go back to that Puerto Rican open curse. I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't know how many times it's been out. Um, I know big cat f- said something yesterday from Barstool podcast, but we've been saying this for like the last two years, the Puerto Rican open curse is legit. 2016, Tony Fidal, no victory since then. 2017, DA points, no victory since then. 20, so 2018, they skipped. I, there was something going on. I don't know. I think uh, the hurricane it was the hurricane. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2019, Martin Trainer. I thought that's a singer, but okay, no Never victories. Heard of him. Yep, Haven't heard exactly. of him. Exactly. No victories. Now, this is the one that you know gets here. Victor Hovland won last year. Now he has won, but he hasn't won in the US. So it so the Puerto Rico ah, Open Curse is see, still live, <laughs> still live in the U.S. But it's something about the Puerto Rico Open, man. It's actually this week. I don't know if you knew that Puerto Rico <laughs> Open 2021 is this week. So they added another tournament, though, the WG, WGC CC. Mexico Championship. Tony's Tony's definitely going to WGC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, he probably should go back to Puerto Rico and win it. It might break the curse. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> probably should do something like that. That'd be hilarious. Um, but like you said, mental. I don't know if it's mental. I mean, some of these guys are mental cases. Like Jordan Spieth is one, but um, I don't know if it's mental. I don't see Tony being that. He's usually plays just just good golf, man. He's yeah. making a crap ton of money. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sometimes it's. Hey, all you need is a top 10 to make some bread and golf. So <laughs> you see what Kisner said a couple weeks ago. Uh, I can't, I, I, I remember where you're, where you're going to. I remember the quote off the top of my head. Uh, some like uh, announcer, you know, um, 
the what's his name? The people that announce uh, they don't announce his interviewees. So they asked him and it was like, hey, Kevin, um, why like why'd you pick this course to play? Like, it's pretty long and like you're not a long hitter. He goes, is essentially like, is there money involved? And he goes, yeah, he goes, is there money at top 25? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, that's the reason why. <laughs> Like, you know, like, Kiss is like, I don't know if, like, you... Uh, Kevin Kisner's a very quiet guy. That's a great quote. Yes, 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 yes. It's it's just, you know, it's free-flowing. Hey, you make some money, make some money. That's what they got to do in the end. They got to pay bills, just like all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they're doing a lot better than we are in those pandas <sighs> department, though. <laughs> that's that's a 110% true. That's well, 110% true. I know you just said Jordan Spieth, it's mental for him. Can you dive into that? He's been right there now the past... Three weeks. He's well, looked you, better. What do you think it is? He hasn't won since the Open in 2017. Yeah. I thought he – I know he lost his game completely, though, for a while there. Completely lost. Um, It it all comes down to him as his putting. I'm going to be honest with you. There's, there's times like the Thursday and Friday he'll look fantastic. And then Saturday and Sunday it's just like off. Now his driver is a whole different ball game. He has a crazy snap hook on it right now. Um. Now, if he can fix that, great. And he can get back to the old standard of him playing, you know, back at the Open in 2017. He was almost unstoppable. They were even talking about him at times being better than Rory and uh, arguably playing well, as well as Tiger. He, he took the first two down easy. It wasn't even really like. Yeah, I, I think people come a little too quick with conclusions. They even said the same thing about Brooks. And I like Brooks. I think Brooks yeah. is a very solid player. Um but to put somebody in Tiger's category, I don't think you will can't ever, do that. It won't be achievable, man. It's I mean, just it's not. hard to even put a guy in Phil's category at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Phil, he probably should stick to the senior open right now. He plays better there. I think he's one to know on his career, but um, I think he's actually, I think he's two and oh, he might be two and oh now. Even better. But yeah, it's just, you just can't put somebody up into the, you know, upgrade into Tiger. The cloud nine. You can't put him in that on the pedestal. It's just a pure dominance Tiger had from 99 to like 2005. It's just incredible, man. Just incredible. So, you know, you probably, you will not see it. You will not see it again. I'll tell you that. No, that, the Tiger slam, absurd. Yeah. But, (laughs) oh, real quick, to go back to Kisner. I like him this week. You like him this week? Minus, no, 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 no. I like him. Top 40, minus 140 right now in FanDuel. So just want to keep everyone updated. If you guys are betting. Come on. You're throwing out jump change out there. Give me a good pick. It's top 40. What do you want me to do? That's just making the cut, basically. Hey, that's what we're looking for here, okay? We're looking for. Wait, is it the WGC top 40? Yeah. Oh, there is no cut. There's no cut. He gets four rounds. Even better. I love it. Let's go. I love it. Let's go. I, we'll, we're going to definitely give out some picks, though, um, on Thursday. Oh, yeah. At Boss's all picks of the week, huh? Oh, yeah. You never know, man. My hit, he gets hot every once in a while. But when it comes to golf, our boy Nick Franks, he's pretty good with that. So definitely tune in for him. So All right. Check them out t- tomorrow. Getting, they're going to have it out on Thursday. Out Let's on see. Thursday. Yeah, out on Thursday. Well, what, who's, who's the golfer that you've been real impressed with so far? So far? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I've been Patrick Cantley's been an absolute stud so far this year. Yeah, he's playing well. He played well at uh, Pebble. Um, even played decent this week. He fell off a little bit. Yeah, he bit, fell but, off at the end. Um, I know, I know a golfer that hasn't really been playing well, and I'm kind of surprised at Matthew Wolf. 
Um, well, wasn't he was hurt though for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, he's so he coming off in, of an injury. Yeah, so he was injured a little bit, but um, I think last week or this week was the first healthy week, and I really thought he was going to come out and come out firing, and uh, he just didn't. He made the cut, um, but then he blew up. I think Saturday and Sunday kind of just wrote the shit for him. Um, trying to think of it. That's a good question, Blaine. Um, Patrick Canley, that's that's a good one. I, I'm good. I much as we talking crap on him, I am very impressed with speed. Like <laughs> as much as crap we talk about, like you're you a hypocrite to, right now, Joe. I know, but like you have to be impressed with the man. Like he was no shot to even be. Does, you be does he break top. the schneid this year? Does he break the? Do you think he gets one? Yeah, he gets one. John Deere Classic, if there is one. Oh, <laughs> nah. It, I you gotta say he's gonna get one. Um. You know, he's got to, he's got to, he's just got to get one. The whole crew of them three or four, Spieth, Fowler, Thomas, Thomas has been pretty consistent, but like the, the specifically them two, they need to get their act together, specifically Ricky. Um, you know, Ricky was the big hot shot coming out. Um, thought he was going to be, you know, the next, woo, big guy, going to win some majors, going to win some tournaments. Fell flat on his face, man. I, I you know, For I sure. thought last year was going to be the year and, just didn't do oh, it. What, a couple of years ago, he had the four top fives. What was it, 2015 or 2016? I think he had four. One of those two years. He had all he yes. top five to all four majors. And everyone was like, oh, he's a lock for next, the next couple of years to get a couple. Yeah. Hasn't he been it, close really since. No, and I think I couldn't Maybe tell you the, last. He was runner-up to Reed that one year. But other than that, he hasn't been in contention. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to look it up real quick. Um. You know, I think maybe his last win. I could be wrong. Was was it the players? No, didn't he? He won at Phoenix last year, didn't he? Yeah, he got he got Phoenix last year, I believe. Okay, okay, you might be right there. I I just I just feel like I haven't yeah, seen him win much. He is really he has really been very uh, off. I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are right. He did win the waste management. Um. Masters tournament, he came in second in 2018. 2018, yep, Patrick yep. I know yep. my ish, boy. Uh, and then the Honda Classic in 2017, he won. So, um, But, yeah, it's just been a struggle for him, man. Just five career victories. Okay, like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Just not, not for me, man. Just not for me. So, No doubt. Yeah, I think speed will break the schneid, though. I think it's time. It's time yeah. for him to finally, like – all right, dude, you're putting it together now. The only, your only issue now is the weekend. Like, figure it out. You think Dustin repeats with the Masters? I mean, that's not – I mean, that's probably – I mean, the course is going to play completely different. Oh, yeah. So, he'll play – actually, he played longer probably actually in the fall, in November, played longer. Let's see. I don't Honestly, think he does. for me <sighs> – he look. He looked good. He looked he good was, last week, but he fell off again on Sunday. He fell off on Sunday too. Yeah, he got it. He got it. I think he cut it to one at one point, and then he back nine. He blew up too. I didn't. The putter is not looking good right now, man. I I would honestly go no. I agree. I, mean, I don't Kepka, think so. Kepka's been right there the past couple of years. I would not be shocked if he if he figures it out. It might be John Rahm's here. I don't know. Spanish. His 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 fire really really either helps him or it hurts him really bad. I'm telling you, man. I love the fire. I love the energy, but like that for him, it's a yin and a yang kind of thing. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. Agree. 110%. Um, Duke can putt, though. He can't He's putt. a very good, like, sneaky putter. You don't realize. Um, looking right now, I think I like two. Alexander a lot, though, too. I was, I'm Xander's, always a big fan. Xander's one, when it comes to Masters or any big Masters major, in the Open, those are his two that he is right there every time. Or a little, little money on top five. So a little money on top five or top ten might be a lock. Oh, yeah. But I'll give you three guys from the Masters. Just we'll keep it moving from there. I like John Ron. Keep him going. Daniel Berger. I mean, he, he had a big, big win last week, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, that, that final round was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. 65, I think. It was right. 65 that he shot. Something. Oh, yeah. Two Eagles. Two Eagles. Eagle on 18. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. And my last one, Song J. Im. Keep an eye on him. All right. All right. My three. That was my three. So we'll keep it. Not bad. It's not not too shabby. No. Right now, I'd probably have to go Shoffley, Kepka. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw someone out there that you don't Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson, Duke can't hit nothing, dude. He hits it in the woods all the time. I get him out of here. I don't care oh, if he's a masters. He, get he him knows out of here. how to play Augusta National though. You play to win the game. Hey, <laughs> he knows how to play Augusta. He'll be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, man, we just need some just need some juice, man. Sometimes you get a shorter hitter. You always have that short hitter that always surprises. Oh yeah, Louis U stays into there every every year. Louis doesn't. Louis no slouch. So he does. He hits it about three oh five. You call that short? <laughs> Louis U stays in. You, what Louis you didn't think he's short in stature? That's all. You're just taking a hit on his on his stature. That's dude. Dude could hit a par five into the Masters, man. Remember that one on uh, on two, the- baby, the albatross. Yeah. Right around the corner. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. That and Charlie Hoffman. That dude's playing. Lock him in for round one leader every year. If the dude's playing, he didn't play last year. I was pissed. round one leader. I was pissed, dude. We're on the podcast. I've been, I was been saying it, been saying it, been saying it. Charlie Hoffman, round one leader, don't matter, lock it in. I find out two days before we're about to do the Masters preview that Charlie Hoffman isn't playing. He didn't qualify. I was pissed, man. Beyond- he didn't call you. He didn't let you know. He said, he said, I can't. Just unbelievable, man. Man is like unstoppable on Thursdays at the Masters. Just locks, just locks. Nah, he, yeah, he, he's always a. Um, he's always at one of those fir- top five guys in the, on the first round there. He's all, he usually shoots like four or five under. He's always right there. It's not a bad I'm, pick. I like it. Number one, baby. Number one. So, well, I feel well, that. Well, let's switch, switch gears for you. Absolutely. You're a Falcons guy. I want to I talk a little NFL with you. You're a big Atlanta Falcon. Let's go, baby. Yourself. Can't wait. Can't wait. Falcons are drafting fourth. What oh, are we yeah, doing? Yeah. We're early this year. We're early this year. Um, Are we getting rid of Matt? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Before you go draft, are we getting rid of Matty Ice and Julio? What's the deal there? What was that? You said Matt Ryan and Julio. Yeah, you're getting rid of of Matty Ice. Is he gone? Washington will take him. I'll give you two firsts. (laughs) It really, Blaine, like, for instance, if two firsts were uh, on the table and that's what it was, I think you have to. But in terms of still his longevity in his career and still being able to play at the level he's playing at. I think he still has another two years. Um, unfortunately with the Falcons, we had Dirk Cutter as our offensive coordinator who was God awful. 
And when he had his MVP seasons, when we went to the Super Bowl, we had Kyle Shanahan, we had a hell of a run game, and we based our run or we based our pass game on our run game. And it, it, that's how it was just straight bootlegs. And that's all it was. And that's why Matt Ryan played so well. And I think Arthur Smith coming in with the new offensive scheme is going to propel this Falcons team and, you know, make R- Matt Ryan potentially back to the MVP level. Do I think he's going to be an MVP? No, absolutely not. But would I want to get rid of him? I think it just depends on the price for me. Um, it's just tough getting rid of Julio though. Uh, he's just like, been the face of Atlanta for the last he can't stay on the field Joe the hamstrings man they're rough the hamstrings hey, are man, rough I blew right out now. both of mine in high school you know that yeah just the hamstrings are tough man and uh it you know we have another young wide receiver Calvin Ridley there who's phenomenal um he's gonna be wonderful uh but it's just I just can't part I just can't part ways I really would like to hold on them for another year just to see what we can do that's all. I mean, with Drew most likely gone, you guys got a legit shot. And you guys started to turn pick it up a little bit towards the end of the year. You got competitive at least. Yeah, I it, it comes down to every year is our defense. Our defense is, is terrible. You guys Bottom. need to go secondary. You would think. I don't I, I don't know. You want to go offense. I can see that grin on your face. You want to go low. <laughs> I don't know, man. I you know, there, there's three different scenarios that I think the Falcons can go here. So the two are staying at that number four pick. One is selecting a quarterback. One is selecting, I believe, um, Seawall from um, Oregon or trade back. Now, the smart move. A lot move, of you guys have trading back. Yeah, so I, I think that's our best move. We need to acquire players and acquire talent. So I personally would think trading back to, as much as I would hate to say it, you trade back to Carolina at number eight. But you don't want you don't like trading in the division. I get that. Um, but you know, you have another team maybe like the Broncos at nine. Um, even I have so I had a crazy trade. I sent one of my buddies at eleven with the Giants. I said, you trade the Giants number eleven and Saquon Barkley and a second round pick next year. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Because I'm going to yeah. be honest with you, uh, with, yeah. the, with the Giants sitting there, and they move up to four. And this is all if one of the quarterbacks are still there. Like, if they like one of them, I don't know, Trey Lance is still there, Wilson's still there, Fields is still there. But in the Giants' case, do you trust Daniel Jones? As a guy that covers the NFC East vividly, no. The man is absolutely turnover prone. Agreed. He... I mean, it's not the interceptions. He fumbles all the time. Totally. It's the most ironic thing. You just cannot hold on to the ball. Just like, it's terrible. not It's not him. Like, it's not his accuracy. It's not like his reading the field. Like, I think he can read the field pretty well. But I think for him, it's just like when protection breaks down, he does not know how to secure the ball. Agreed. Agreed 100%. And then on top of it, the reason why I throw in Barkley is because Barkley would fit into this offense great because we do need a running back. But you, as a Giants, you know, if you're a Giants fan out there listening, you just don't know what to take from Barkley with this injury coming back. First of his career, uh, he was healthy, you know, touch wood with Penn State. And during his high school career, this is one of the first, like, bang, big major injuries that he's had out for a long period of time, has to recover now. How is he going to come back? Is he going to come back as explosive as before? Um, but the other hot take I've had with Barkley, and you know me, went to Penn State, big fan of him as always. 
the more and more I watch him, absolutely. <laughs> um, the more and more I've watched him, though, he is more of the Chris Johnson home run guy rather than the Nick Chubb, I'm going to get you eight yards kind of guy, which I don't like specifically right now for me is because if you want a running back, you want a running back that gets you six, seven, eight yards a carry instead of a guy that goes, will go, you know, 15 carries for 100 yards. I go, wow, it's not bad. It's good yards per carry. Granted, though, 13 of the carries for is worth two yards, three yards, two yards, three yards, and then he busts ones off for 60. I don't know. To me, I'd rather have the chunk guy that gets you anywhere from six to 12 yards in the big play. Of course, you're going to get the touchdown. I get that. But as an offensive standpoint, you can't go anywhere with that. So that's just my opinion with the Giants and the, what Barkley coming to Atlanta would give us. So that's, that is a, that's a, that's a big trade and Giants will never do it because no. they think Saquon's the Messiah out there. So absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, as a Falcons, um, I think the first one for me would be trade back um, to, I, I think the Panthers would be ideal. I've seen Panthers trading us the eighth uh, first next year and a second this year, which I would, yes, absolutely. I'll take it. Um, I mean, that's if they don't go to get to Sean. Uh, well, yeah, that's a whole different topic there. But uh, but yeah, if if we if we could trade back to like eight, I think uh, Farley from Virginia Tech will be the picker there, or uh, Sertain if he's there as well as a cornerback. I would also be okay with Parsons because we are moving to a three four, so I would be okay with. I've Parsons seen as a well. lot of drafts saying you guys going tight end and going to get Kyle Pitts from Florida. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I he's an absolute watch. touchdown scoring machine in the yeah. red zone. What? Yeah, but you guys got to go defense. You would think that you, you know, you would, um, I, you can't go one of the wide receivers to me. I just feel like it's not achievable. Now, if Seawall falls, like for instance, you trade back and Seawall falls to you. You, I think you have to take them. I mean, yeah. you need to protect, you need to protect the quarterback. Um, we've been, our offensive line's okay, but like it could always use improvement. But if you want to sit at four, I think they're going to take quarterback. They're sitting at four. I, I hated who, who, Wilson. If they go quarterback, who would you want out of the? It's gonna pro, just. I don't Lawrence want Lance. Lawrence I don't. Yeah, I don't want Lance at all. I, I, I. Thank you. Everyone thinks that Washington's gonna go Trey Lance, and I think he's gonna be gone now. Well before that, I am out on Trey Lance. He hasn't played a football game in two years. How are you gonna get that evaluation? He played one game and he stunk it up in that one game last fall. Oh, I thought he had two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, that was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he stunk it up for three quarters, and he was lightning in a bottle in the fourth. Okay. I didn't he watch that game. game specifically. You're playing Central yeah. Arkansas. Ain't nobody watched that. You could have played cornerback for them. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been perfectly content getting smoked, too. There you go. But yeah, just not, I'm not sold on Trey Lance. I wasn't sold on Zach Wilson either, but I'll tell you this. I've watched some serious tape on him the last two days now. Um, you know, he did struggle against Coastal Carolina and that was their best matchup. And that's what people are going to say. His competition he went up against isn't ideal, you know, going that up game against... was scheduled in two days. Yeah. Got to give him the asterisk on that one. It's kind of tough. But in the and he other still scheme, got them down to the one yard line to have a chance to almost win the game. Yes, 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 yes. But you know, I, I watched I watched him tape on him. He does look um three quarterbacks come to mind, I guess more specifically here. 
Uh, of course, everyone's going to say Johnny Manziel. He has that. He's a little bigger. I get it. But he has the same movement, same agile, like kind of moviness that Johnny Manziel kind of had as well. I see a little Baker in him and I see the arm strength of Josh Allen um, coming out. It, Wyoming, not now. Wyoming time. Um, but he does. He does have a lot of different arm angles. Like I said, arm strength is pretty good uh, at, as well. He's pretty accurate with it. Now, in terms of him standing in the pocket and like th- delivering a ball while getting hit, he's does. I I didn't see any uh, video of that. You know who he reminds me of a little bit, uh, Maddie, a young, a, a smaller Maddie Stafford when he was coming out of Georgia. Okay. All the arm angles. Oh yeah. He's got the arm strength. Oh yeah, I like that. He I like that as well. He didn't like. He doesn't like getting hit when he's throwing the ball though. No. You can see that. Yeah, that's why but I said that's I that's who it came to mind. He's got the raw talent, that raw talent. Yeah, that Matthew Stafford had because he's got all the arm angles. Because I think a lot of people are like, all right, people are blowing him up, saying, "Yo, he's making Patrick Mahomes like throws," and then like Aaron Rodgers like throws. I was like, all right, set, let's hold our horses here. Like, oh yeah, like come on, those two I mean, are a class of their own. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Now. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be there at the Falcons pick unless the Falcons trade up. Now, the quarterback, I think, I think he might be there. I, I kind of might. I, I think the Jets are going to hold on to Darnold. I think they won't go quarterback. I think that's smart, but the Jets aren't a smart organization. So I don't know. Um, but I, I, I watch Fields. I really like Fields. He played against great competition. Now, my only thing always comes down to it. It's an Ohio State quarterback, and the Ohio State system is built for quarterbacks, and they don't play well. So what are you looking back? What do you got back there? What do you got to say here on the final whistle? What do you got to say? That, 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 that I'm looking around because I'm the biggest Ohio State advocate when Dwayne Haskins was coming out, and I was, I was watching the draft. I said, Washington pulled the effing trigger on him, and – there you go. I was wrong, America. I blew it. He blew it. Hopefully he gets his chance in Pittsburgh. It probably won't happen, though. And I am now out on Ohio State quarterbacks, and I watched Ohio every Ohio State game. And Justin Fields played two quality opponents, and he was not good in those two games in the Big Ten. That Clemson game, he was played out of his mind. I will give him credit for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. but I'm also going to say a Notre Dame squad put up 48 on him, and I'm a Notre Dame homer and we didn't deserve him to be in the playoff in my opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, at least you're honest. You know what I mean? You got to tell the truth to the, uh, to the world here. But I love I'm it. not going to lie him. He played in that uh, semifinal broken and he played lights out. So I will give yeah. him a game. He's got yeah. toughness. Um, he does I- have the arm talent. Yes, but he's yes. just too inconsistent with me. If he's going against a legitimate defense, Northwestern had him on ice mm-hmm. till that fourth quarter. I see. Sometimes he gets a little too wild, and he tries to force. He stuff. holds onto the ball too long, too. He tries to make the hero play. Agreed. Now, if for instance, like this is why I think Atlanta might be a good spot for him, and I could see them taking him, is because he can sit behind Matt Ryan and learn for a year or two. You know, the other thing that keeps getting brought up with Atlanta is, well, 
you may not be in this situation come a year or two from now. And that is correct. We could be back here in the top five again. I don't know. But, you know, sitting at the fourth overall pick, we haven't been here, I think, since Matt Ryan or this high. Like, we we haven't been here this high in a while. Um, Typically, we're in the teens. But, you know, taking a quarterback here, I just – I can't get over the fact of Matt Ryan yet. And I know a lot of people are still like, get just move on with him. It's time to move on. If it's time to move on, get me a good trade for him and then – that's the time to move on. I mean, you, you we've seen these two trades of Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz now, what they're going for. You got to think he's got to be worth at least a one and a three, like Wentz or more, you know? Yeah. No, I, I think he, he's got more value than Carson Wentz does. Carson Wentz is broken. I, I yeah. haven't had the opportunity to talk about Wentz on the pod yet, so we're 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 gonna jump into that in a little bit. Oh, I can't wait! I I got all Eagles fans around me, so I've been I know, talking. I know. About, You're, you got talking. the Philadelphia pod over there, so you got, I got to ask you about Wentz. Yeah, I I'm gonna be honest with you, Blade. I think it was good for both sides, and here's why: Indianapolis Colts get a quarterback that I think. I don't think he's going to get back to MVP level from 2017 season. You're Absolutely never going to see that again. No, but do I see a quarterback that could potentially be a top 15 quarterback in the league? Absolutely. They have a great offensive line. They got some weapons. They got a great run game. And Frank Wright's the head coach. Carson Wentz's best season was under Frank Wright. So that's why I see it's good for the Colts. Now, the Eagles side. Okay. Did you, you know, I asked all my Eagles friends, I said, do you guys see the Philadelphia Eagles being a championship team this year? That's my first question to them. And they said, no. I said, okay. Then you answered your question. Take the hit of the $30 million. Fine. Move along. Play your rookies this season or the young guys that you have. Fine. Move along. You got a third round pick and most likely a first round pick next year. That'll be somewhere probably in the 20s to 30s, you would think. Oh, I got a bold prediction for you, but go ahead. Okay. Keep going. So all in all, and then on top of that, on top of that, you now don't have the contract of Carson Wentz on there of 20, 30 plus million. You have Hertz if he is, you know, the starter, whatever they want to do. And he's getting paid pennies on the dollar. And the other thing to look at is like this. If Carson shits the bed, Say he plays like he did, like he's gonna play this year with the Colts. Now they look like geniuses. They got rid of him for a first round and a third round pick. Like it would be a steal. You know, it, it could work kind of both ways. So what do you got though? All right, yo. I don't even think he's gonna win the job. Who's gonna win? Jacoby Brissett? Is he still on the team? Jacoby Brissett's still there. I think he can be. Oh, I, my. Frank. Ro- did you see Frank Reich's face? It was trending on Twitter after that trade. His eyes were popping out. He was like almost like distraught when they when they asked the Carson Wentz question. Uh, if you looked look that up later on, and then you, okay. you text me afterwards. All right, but still, I'm t- dude. I I if you haven't yet, get on this app. Sports me. I did a debate thing on with a, a couple other podcasters, and uh-huh. I said that he there's a very good chance he will not he will not make the 70 percent quota i i see more than i think part of it's his health he cannot stay healthy on the field and then last year he was healthy but he could not he he knew he threw it better for the other team last year oh 100 that's why i'm saying for the eagles perspective 
Like it's like okay. But speaking about, let's go back to percent. I think he's an unrestricted free agent. Is he? Yeah. So keep okay. an eye on that. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Look. I thought he still had one more year left on his deal. No, I think Brissett's a free agent, but they have the kid out of Washington. Eaton, I think his last Eason, name is. Jacob Eason. I yeah. like him, though. He's got an arm. He ain't going to be that Carson Wentz. Though. No, he won't be that Carson Wentz. <laughs> I actually – I thought they were going to bring back – because I I knew they were going to – if they didn't land the trade, that Brissett was going to probably come back and be the guy. That's what I was yes. reading. So, yes. I don't know. I think you might – you got to – you might have to deal with that. You see Michael Pittman Jr. yesterday. He said, "Screw you, Carson Wentz. You ain't taking number 11. I love it. He should change his number. Like you he play bad, clean, clean yeah. wash. Yeah, go with like number six or something. I don't know. Number six <laughs> worse. I don't know. Pick a different number than 11. Don't pick 11. Get off of that now. You're All done. Right. Philadelphia time is done. Well, let's look at Philadelphia for a sec. How how bad does this look on the organization? You get rid of your head coach. You get rid of your your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback that you paid over a hundred million dollars, guaranteed in money over a hundred million dollars. Your savior is in Chicago, <laughs> and now you're going. You're in a full, absolute rebuild, and you, there's a very good chance you're going to be the worst team in the division this year. They still have to get rid of Howie Roseman. That's still That's my what opinion. I was, they got to clean. I should, if you're going to clean house, clean everybody out, right? Yeah. You might as well tell Jeffrey Lurie to say, see you later. He's just <laughs> enough of the blame. Sell it. Sell it all. <laughs> um, yeah, they got to get rid of Howie. I still think in my opinion. Um, but then on top of that, I, you, you're saying rebuild. In your opinion, when do you think the Philadelphia Eagles would become relevant again? Like well, a playoff, just a playoff team. A playoff team? I mean, the NFC least sucks. So, I mean, there's always a chance every year. But um, I would have to say probably five, three to five years. Okay. At least so, three. At least the next three years, they will not be relevant. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I, I think next year is a complete wash. Like, <laughs> a complete wash. I, if they're, I would have to look at Vegas's over-other for them for wins. It's if it's any like – Four and a half. If yeah, so I would have it hovering right around five. And if you want to pick over and under, I'd go sit there. But if Vegas has it sitting like six, six and a half, I'm taking under. the under. Yeah. Um now in terms of the year after that, I don't know where they because they, they get an influx no of money. Phenom quarterback after in that next year class. But again, you have another year of Hertz. Now, do I think Hertz is the answer? I don't know. The man only played four games, one and three, but he's played well. Um, I actually just had a discussion on Twitter with somebody. They were talking about bringing Cam Newton in. I like that. Okay, but the way he – nah. So what he said was Cam Newton should start this year. All right, I don't like that. I think you should bring him in, though. So, yeah, so that's the thing. So you can bring in somebody like Cam Newton, teach Hurts how to play the game, how – he played it to be an MVP, and hopefully Hertz can follow down that line. I think Hertz is more down the Russell Wilson line more than the Cam Newton line, in my opinion. But if you get Cam Newton in, that's fine. But then you also have the controversy again. I don't think Hertz is like this. But remember when Foles was there and Carson was there and you had the quarterback controversy like, oh, if I throw a pick, Foles is going to come in. Now Hertz might feel the same pressure of, oh, if I throw a pick, is Cam Newton going to come in? That's the only thing I got to worry about. So I don't know if like, 
you want to get somebody like Cam Newton that could still kind of play compared to a Joe Flacco or Brian Hoyer or a, a guy that's more of a knows how to win or has one Joe Flacco shout out to him Super Bowl MVP I just want to put that out there um you Man, know he a lot of money that day <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know if you want a guy that knows the game like himself, but he's not going to take over the starting position, in my opinion. So I, I respect the Cam Newton. I really do. I think it would work. But Well, you know, you got Nate Sudfeld. He could always be the answer. He helped make sure Washington was in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I'll tell you what, speaking about Washington, I really think they could hold their own in the NFCs for years to come. All right. So this was my – uh, you know I'm a Washington guy. My yeah. following knows I'm a Washington guy. It probably is a big reason why the logo's in Washington colors. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But for me, yo, if we can just this year, if we can somehow just this year be competitive again, all right? Hover around seven and nine, eight and eight. Make you make ourselves respectable. We need a wide receiver. A corner opposite of Kendall Fuller because Ronald Darby is an absolute wash, and I hate him. That's a strong word. I don't. I don't hate bum. anyone, but he's a bum. bum. Yeah, that's a better word. He's a bum. He got absolutely torched, at the, especially in the second half of the season. And we gotta find a quarterback. We need an answer at QB. That's our. But if we can get that, then we'll have the D line. We'll have a two to th- we'll have two years to go try and be a legit title contender, not this year, but next year in the following year, twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. We'll have a legit shot. Okay, I respect that. I but we I have think- to we have to get those. We gotta we need a corner, need a quarterback, and we need a number a legit number two wide receiver. Sorry, Steven Sims. Sorry. I couldn't even tell you McKinley Wright, I think might be his name or Kendall. I don't know. I think McKissick was playing wide receiver. JD McKissick, I think led the team in receptions this year. (laughs) I Blaine, I, I agree with this. A good majority of them. I think if you just want to contend this year, I really don't think you need the wide receiver number two this year. I, I don't even necessarily think you need to find the quarterback this year. I think you need to find it within the next two years. I agree there. Um, I agree a quarterback. I also think you need to improve your offensive line. Um, it, I we did see back, s- we just re-signed Rulier. Sheriff mm-hmm. is right now an unrestricted, but it's looking like he's going to sign back with us for the max. Or, okay. Um, I, I, I just do see- need a left. We do need a left tackle. Yeah. That's what Trent Williams was, wasn't he? Yeah. And Morgan Mogus is ain't the answer. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I think personally, like you just need to slightly improve on that offensive line, get another guy or two in there. Um, Cause I noticed a lot of times I was watching, like they, they were able to run the ball. Um, it just seems like a stud. Love him. Yeah. Great find. Absolutely great find. And it seems like, um, what's the tight end? Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. Guy? Played well, especially at the last eight games of the season. Played yep. phenomenal. Um, I, and Terry McLaurin is a legit number one. Um, but again, like I said, like I don't necessarily think you need to find that number two right this season. And neither do I think your quarterback need to find that number two this season. Now, like I said, you need to find it within the next two years. And like you said, cornerback's fine. And I think you need to prove the offensive line, the meat and potatoes of the NFL. Get back to the hogs. <laughs> 
but Back agreed. Like hogs. I, I think they, them, I don't think the Giants are going to be able to do it again this year. They just yeah. seem like they're not there, especially when you have Daniel Jones. Leading what do you ship. think about Dak's situation? Are they actually going to end up paying him? Are they going to franchise him again? I think they're going to end up franchising him and really just piss him off. I mean, he's a free agent then after this year if they franchise tag it. Like he's eligible for free agent. Like I don't they think they want to pay him the the forty mil. I mean, I don't think it's worth it. Um, is he going to be the? Is he probably a top ten quarterback? I, oh, I, his top talent, quarterback. his talent for sure. He's a top ten quarterback, probably even top seven. But to get to get paid potentially Patrick Mahomes' number, in my opinion, is outrageous. Not, yeah, like. You're, Patrick Mahomes is making $50 million a year. I don't think um, he should be coming anywhere near that. I think maybe the only, I don't know, two or three quarterbacks that should be roughly near that is like Rodgers. Um, Wilson, maybe, if Wilson would get his act together. Um, You know, kind of, I'm trying to, I mean, Brady, of course, but Brady always just is like, I'm for the team. That's why he did Brady's like, I'll play for, I'll play for my 20. I'm good. I'll, I'll take my 20. Giselle's got me covered. We good. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's another scenario too. I got, if we got time to talk about that, I'd love to talk about that scenario down there, but, um, Go but yeah, ahead. I, I, I just, but we'll finish off with Dak real quick is I just be interested to see what, what they do because, okay, you don't, you don't sign him. Then what are you going to do at quarterback now? Cause like you're set back. I get it. You're either way. I think you're set back. Because you you you're gonna have no cap, or okay now you don't have a quarterback and they have the draft one, so I, I don't really know what to take from that. So I don't know, that's my opinion, but but For yeah, sure. I want to hop down. All right, talk 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 to me talk me some goat talk me I some want, Brady. No, no, it's not even just Brady, Tampa Bay. So they have like a decent amount of like free agents this year. Oh come on, they're all coming back. No, you think Shaq Barrett and Chris Godwin are coming back this year? Chris Godwin came out, I think, today on Pat McAfee. He said, sure, I'll come. I'll run it back. No, he didn't. So you're wrong there. You didn't pay attention. You didn't listen. That's what you got to do. You got to listen on Pat McAfee's show. Big fan of him. I always listen to him every day, so that's the reason why. No, he said, like, I, I'd be willing to come back, but I still want to get paid. So, okay, he gets franchise tagged. Brady will take the pay cut. You got no problem with that. <laughs> Brady will take a couple hundred grand. You know what I mean? You know, come join my program, the Tom Brady show over here. Leonard you know, Fournette's going to leave, though. He's going to go get top running back money. You think? You think he's worth I think, it? I think he's the one, the one that'll probably leave out of all of them. Okay. That's what, actually speaking about um, on Thursday. We're coming out with the podcast. We're going to talk about three free agents specifically. Um, one of them actually being a running back, Aaron Jones. We're going to be talking about him, his market value, and maybe a team that fits him best um, going forward. If they don't franchise tag him, these are all like, you know, three of these guys could all be franchise tag. I, the one I'm pretty sure is not going to be franchise tag, but I don't want to give that away. Um, go listen, Leonard Fournette. Be right. He's not going to tell you anything, but go check out the pod, fourth man up. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't know if they sign all of them, man. Like that's a lot of money to be spent for all of them. You know, like I get if you want to take a hit, but um, just a lot of money, you know, I think a B a B will come back. He'll take the minimum again. Cause I think he knows that no one's going to really pay him the top dollar. Let's see. Uh, then Gronk still has a year. I think does he have a year left? I think Gronk's got a year left. Brady's got a year left. Then yeah. let's see. JPP still got a couple of years. 
And a lot of the secondaries on, I think, still on low deals. So they got 28 mil to the good still. Brady's making $28 million this year. He'll drop. Um, he'll, he'll take the pay cut. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a little hit. JPP missing three fingers is making 12 and a half. Um, those are the big ones. But, you know, some of these guys down here, for instance, you got V to V. He's coming up soon in the next, what, two years. Phenomenal game he played. I'm glad he came back. He was a beast. Um, yep, stud. Uh, you got Antoine Winfield Jr. He's going to get one to get paid soon. I could yeah, see, but he was a leaving. rookie this past year, so yeah, right. I could see, I could see what's what's his name though. Uh, Fournette leaving for sure. Um, and Ronald Jones maybe taping the hole because Ronald Jones looked good this off, uh, this season pretty well. He looked good. He just got hurt, and Fournette took the reins of that team and said, Yo, give me the rock, boy. Absolutely, he's also a pet. Fournette can catch the ball, That's Ronald Jones is if. He cannot yes. catch the ball out of the backfield for his life right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it at USC, he was never taught to catch the ball out of the backfield. So, no, no, no. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see what they do down there. Like, they're definitely going to lose some players for sure. Um, but it just depends. Oh, we got a little breaking news Tiger Woods suffers compound leg fracture and shadow ankle in car accident, like we said before. But ESPN is now reporting this. So, it's legit. So we beat ESPN to the punch on final whistle, people. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting what Tampa Bay does down there. i you know gonna be tough. Well, what do you? I mean, you can lock them in for the NFC Championship, though, right? You, you think, think they'll be there? I mean, you're a Falcons guy. It's probably hard for you to to, to swallow your tongue and admit. As much as like I'm a Falcons fan, I, I don't like the Saints as much more. I actually like Tampa Bay. Um, I was kind of slightly roofed them. They got a cool stadium. If you ever been there or if you have never been there, go there because they got a cool little ship there. Um, as well, you can like parking's very weird. Um, like they don't have parking like lots. Like, like, of course, like for like VIP or section as you do, but like they just have grass and then they'll have people like there's homes like almost directly on the stadium and they just have grass and they'll just be like, Oh, $20 to park here on all my grass. And it's like, um, this is weird, but okay. Like yeah. I'll do that. But yeah, it's very weird down there. Um, I don't know. Like I would, you got to go with yes. Like they're going to be back in the NFC championship game. But again, like it just comes down to, okay, what's green Bay going to do? Or, um, you know, is Seattle going to get their act together? Is the Rams going to? What, what about those Russell Wilson trade rumors now? Unbelievable, man. What do you think? Three, four first rounders? You got to, you would have to give and up for said, them. Well, I mean, if Deshaun's minimum three, probably. Yeah. You got to probably be looking at three, three ones, and then probably a couple twos. <laughs> at least you would have to think. But in the same sense, like Wilson kind of struggles at some point in the he, season. He has the hero ball issue as well yeah because he knows his team cannot protect him at no all. oh my god that team no. has no line no, no line and they can't stop anybody so he knows he's got to put up a 40 piece to have a chance yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right there but i mean you have seattle that's going to be there um rams again I, I don't really know what to take from stafford i'm not big on stafford as as other people well, are. they think, think sean if this doesn't work this year mcveigh's out like you think? Out. That's, wow. If I, if it doesn't work, because he was the one that said, yo, pay Jared Goff the money. We can win with him. 
And then he's year literally what year and a half later, get rid of him. I don't want him anymore. Okay. I respect that. I mean, um, you got it. You got to take ownership of the responsibility that you're the one that dictated these moves that move. So yeah, you have, I mean, for the Rams, you have two years to win a Super Bowl. Otherwise, oh, yeah. it's the, over. The, their window is closing. It's you right have here, now right this now. year and next year to go get it because now you will not be able to pay the guys that you have on your roster. Absolutely. Agree 110%. Um, you know, the Rams are going to be there as well. I think, um, I don't think the Cardinals are there yet. I think they'll get there. They're my, they're, they were my team that for this, I thought they were a year away last year. So I think this is their year to, don't, I think they're going to be a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. I think I thought last year they were going to be a playoff team. I thought they were going to slide into the seven spot, but just missed, unfortunately. Um, you know, the NFC North, uh, I, I Chicago's a wash. I can't, I can't uh, get behind the Bears, man. The Bears. Yeah, I just can't get behind them. It, you know, as soon as I heard Mitch Trubisky last year was the quarterback, I'm like, yeah, they're done. I don't care. Um, Minnesota's just – Dalvin Cook gets hurt too much. That's the issue Dalvin there. Dalvin Cook gets hurt too much, and Kurt Cousins just can't do it when they need – He can't win on Monday Night Football. I'll tell you that there, folks. <laughs> um, but – And then Detroit, Detroit, they're in a rebuild, and they're going to see what they have in Goff. Exactly, exactly. And then I mean the only the I'm way to beat Brady Deshaun Watson, if he gets traded, this is my spot for him. San Francisco put him in the Super Bowl if they go to San Francisco because San Francisco had nobody playing this year and they were still a competitive football team. Not bad actually. I didn't really think that's about that's that. my I mean, he also said that apparently it's Carolina Jets and the Dolphins are the three teams that he's approved so far, apparently. But see, my thing with Watson is, okay, you get traded to the Jets. The Dolphins are okay, but the Jets, right? You're essentially going almost to the same situation as uh, Houston right now. Like, you, your O-line isn't the greatest. You don't really have many wide receivers. Your defense is below average. And you have no picks to fix it all now because they've traded them all away for you. So, like, going to the Jets doesn't make sense. Like, Miami would make sense because, you know. You got a defense. You got a defense. You've got, a, you've got an organization that is set up correctly. You know they're not going to F you over. Agreed. You've got they have a number a one wide receiver and Devontae Parker. Uh, you know, and they maybe could get another one. They have some yeah. money to spend, Blaine. Exactly. They have some money to spend this like year. That defense I, is young, but they're legit back there. Oh, yeah. And I love Flores. And uh, even Gaskins played well this year. Um, he was I, hurt, though, a little bit, though, too. Yeah. I, now, if he's the answer in Miami, not 100% sure. But, you know, to have a running back potentially back there that can get you – 80 to 100 yards a game, sure, I'll take it any day of the week, you know. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. But to go back, the way to beat Brady is you got to get pressure on Brady. And this is why I don't want to get your hopes up here. But the Redskins got a shot, man, to get after him a little bit. They looked good in that round one game. Yo, and we were the got... only team that really had a chance to beat him this, in this playoff. Oh, uh, I knew I had to fire him up a little bit with that. How to get him going here on Yo, the final Heineke, whistle. baby. I was oh, ready. Yeah. I was ready for Heineke with the Heineken after that game. I was ready for it. Oh, uh, juiced up. But yeah, they look good, man. I mean, they have the 
they have four first rounders on the I, defensive line. I think Kerrigan will be gone though. But yeah, I think Kerrigan will be gone as well. But four, you know, I mean, Chase Young, everyone's Chase Young, Chase Young, Chase Young. I get it. Okay, Chase Young. Nobody Peace. gives enough credit to how legit athletic Montez Sweat is. He's more athletic than Chase Young is. Montez Sweat beast. Four, I, four, a and four, I love four at his size. And I love Jonathan Allen coming out of Alabama. I wanted him on the Falcons. Deron if Payne, I, if he could get Alabama. It. What's that? Deron Payne, also Alabama. Yeah, I just found that out. I actually didn't know he was a first-round <laughs> pick, and I didn't know he was from Alabama. So um, found that out like about two weeks ago. Uh, but, yeah, they they just have a good front four. And if you we'll can see. get pressure on Brady from a front four, whoo, you got a chance to win a ball game, I'll tell you that. Well, that's what we did. And then – Ronald Darby got cooked. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well, Jesus. Joe, it was a pleasure to have you on, my guy. It was an absolute blast. Why don't you tell everyone where you can they can check out the fourth man up at? Absolutely, Blaine. I appreciate the time as always. Uh, you can check out Fourth Man Up Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. You can check us out on social media at Fourth Man Up. That's F-O-U-R-T-H Man Up altogether. Boop. There we go. Squish it together. Um, we do have a web page as well. Uh, we try to keep up with it a little bit here and there. We do cigar reviews, beer reviews as well. We also try to support local businesses here around the uh, Philadelphia yeah, you guys got area. a couple sponsorships, right? Yeah, we have a stateside vodka right now. Um, they're out of Kensington, PA. You can go online and uh, order a bottle of vodka and get 10% off. Use the code hey, fourth man up. It's not bad there. And then uh, we also... Uh, partnered up with Five Iron Golf, they're an indoor simulation place down in uh, Philadelphia as well. But yeah, check us out, Fourth Man Up. Well, Joseph, thanks for coming on Final Whistle. It was great to catch up with you. Would love to do this again soon if you're down, my brother. Absolutely, absolutely. With that, we'll, we'll get the rest of the guys on next time. Yeah, unfortunately, they weren't able to make it tonight, but we'll definitely uh, return to favor and we'll get you back on the get you on the Fourth Man Up podcast. Wow, what an honor! <laughs> well, so, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Hopefully we'll have some interviews coming out this week as well. We'll have our annual Friday episode. Enjoy your night. That was your edition of Final Whistle.